You can now donate your poop and save lives. Why are American Airlines flights haunted by bizarre groaning noises? Spend a week with a robot cat. Your life will never be the same, guys. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy, your host. I got some stuff for you. I got stuff. (laughs) Fecal philanthropist donates his poop to save lives. You guys know about poop transplants? Apparently it can help you health-wise if you insert someone else's poop in your body who's healthier than you. So listen, you could eat Chick-fil-A every day. Just then insert the poop of someone who eats a lot of kale, and then you'll be good. Maybe you don't want to eat kale. So you let someone else eat the kale for you and then pass that kale through their body and then you put their poop inside you and now it's as though you've eaten kale and digested the kale. I'm not really sure if that's how it works. We should probably just read the story. Jonesy, just read the story and let the smart people inform us how this works. It says here, a London, Ontario man has a very peculiar way of paying his bills and collecting a little bit of extra pocket change. He sells his poop. He sells it. Sells his poop. Um, On eBay, Craigslist, Facebook. He sells it on the Facebook poop marketplace. I'm sure that's where it's going. Uh, It says he's not the only one. Other people sell their poop. What are the requirements to sell your poop? You've got to be very healthy, I'd imagine. I don't think my poop's going to be available on the market. I don't think my poop cuts the mustard. I don't eat enough greens, and I definitely drink too much and do drugs. Uh, we have a quote here from someone named John. I guess John makes some cash selling his poop. Essentially, you end up just pooping onto a plate and then scooping that into a collection tube and then dropping it off. It's as simple as that. That's disgusting, John. I don't think you needed to share all of that. Uh, I would like you to share other details, not exactly the poop collection technique. For instance, I'm curious how much you can get for your poop. Let's keep reading. John studies immunology and microbiology. What a nerd. He said it's less about the money and more about saving lives. Who knew you could save people's lives by pooping on a plate? Healthcare professionals have put out an open call for poop donors at the St. Joseph's Healthcare London, where fecal transplants have become a routine procedure used to treat potentially life-threatening C. difficile. C. difficile? C. difficile. C. difficile. I don't know what this is. Okay. It's uh, a cause of antibiotic-associated diarrhea. All right. Here's another quote from a doctor, Dr. Mike. This guy knows a lot about poop. He knows a lot about diarrhea. He says, this is not just a mild diarrhea, this condition. This is, as they would say, diarrhea from hell. I'm very familiar with diarrhea from hell. I did ayahuasca in the Peruvian jungle for like eight days, and I had diarrhea from hell Those eight days and then another probably two weeks when I got home. Yeah, that was diarrhea from hell. says here, after a course of antibiotics, healthy gut bacteria can be killed, which causes this illness. The doctor says, we take bacteria from this healthy poop 
that John and others produce, and we process it to get rid of anything that's not critical, and then we put them in capsules. Oh my God, poop capsules? Oh, don't tell me you then take the capsules orally. Imagine taking fecal capsules orally. I don't know about this. All right, it says down the hatch. Oh no, patients, take the fecal transplant orally. Oh, I was going to guess no. I was going to guess they put it up, they take it rectally. Um, it says other options are available though. Yeah, how about the option where I don't have to take a fecal pill orally? That'd be a better option. Patients generally choose to take the capsules out of preference to avoid a more invasive option involving a colonoscopy. Yeah, it's definitely better than a colonoscopy. Oh, this is tough stuff when you need someone else's poop. I feel bad for these people. Oral capsules are odorless and flavorless. Really? Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. Also, they have the added benefit of delivering healthy bacteria directly to the entire digestive system rather than just the colon. Can't you just take probiotics than, rather than poop capsules? I have a lot of questions here. As it turns out, fecal implants could potentially be the key to treating a number of medical conditions, guys. There are many trials and studies in the works on fecal transplants, uh, looking at the use of fecal matter to combat certain kinds of cancer, even, and certain autoimmune diseases. Okay, so what are the requirements for donors? I'm very curious. It says... They want healthy people between the ages of 18 and 50 who are not on any medications. Does cannabis count? What about microdosing mushrooms? It says they want people who don't have any significant medical conditions. Does chronic acid reflux count? I'm wondering. I'm trying to make some extra bucks on my poop, guys. I don't make a lot of money in this closet, so I'll poop in the closet on a plate and sell it. <laughs> I'll make more than the podcast. <laughs> Finally, the looming question, how much do you make for your poop? Well, John, the guy earlier in the story that talked about pooping on a plate, says he gets $50 per poop drop-off. And he has plenty of interesting conversations about his donations. Where at Trader Joe's? Uh, Here's a quote from John. Believe it or not, it's a great icebreaker to meet new people and tell them that you donate poop. (laughs) Really? It's a great icebreaker when you meet new people? <laughs> I mean, if you enjoy shocking them, that's just, I'm going to suggest you don't open with this one, John, when you're meeting a new person. Maybe save that for later. John is struggling on the dating apps. Why are American Airlines flights being haunted by bizarre groaning noises? The flight from LAX to DFW did not go as planned. Emerson Collins is an actor from Los Angeles. Emerson remembers the noises started before the plane even took off. Strange grumblings were heard. A weird sound like somebody was on the verge of throwing up. They were coming from the plane's loudspeaker. Flight attendants assured the passengers this was just a technical mix-up. It was presumed that once the flight got underway, the noises would end. Instead, they continued for hours. Weird guttural moans. Grunts projected over the intercom, apparently coming from nowhere. Emerson, the actor, tweeted a video of this flight, which subsequently went viral. Within the video, he's 
quoted as saying, These sounds started over the intercom before takeoff and continued throughout the flight. They couldn't stop, and after landing, still had no idea what this was all about, where these sounds came from. The actor was interviewed by Gizmodo, and he described the noises as a cross between, quote, explosive diarrhea, vomiting, and a weird, vaguely sexual moan. He also said that the flight attendants and the pilots were just as stumped as the passengers as to what the heck was going on. The internet has also remained puzzled about this phenomena. Users on social media have speculated that maybe the plane's speaker system might have been hacked, or that someone on the flight had been pranking the other passengers all along. Collins further told Gizmodo that during the flight he tried to get to the bottom of things himself. He even got up and poked around to investigate whether another passenger had somehow managed to hijack the plane's speaker system. He said, I was convinced that someone on our flight was having a great time. Um, fully walking aisles like Nancy Drew, I was trying to find the groaner. I ultimately realized that someone couldn't be making these sounds audibly or the people around would notice. I was very stumped, so I returned to my seat. I expected there to be some sort of big climax for the flight's landing. Yeah. The noises just stopped and everybody got off the plane. It was very strange. Now, what's even stranger is it appears this is not the first time that the moaning phantom of the skies has haunted an American Airlines flight. The media reports at least two other recent incidents in which flights were plagued by weird barfing noises. Another website counts a total of five incidents, all of them involving LAX for some reason. Collins says that American Airlines didn't reach out to him after the flight to clarify what had happened, so the whole thing remains a mystery. Well, I know he's trying to push himself forward as the... You know, the number one credible witness to phantom haunting noises on flights. He's already been interviewed by major media outlets over this. Seems like he's trying to transition from a career in acting, which probably isn't working out so well because none of us have heard of him before, to uh, just living off this haunting phantom noise incident on an American Airlines flight to push his social media profile. <laughs> People do this. <laughs> they'll grab, they'll glom onto anything that'll take them to stardom. You know, when I got halfway through this story, I'm like, this is not weird at all, to be honest with you. This is someone making it weird, but it's really not that weird. The things that people are doing on flights these days, I mean, do you remember the airdrop penis incident where the the pilot threatened everybody, I'm turn this plane around if if you don't stop sending people penis pics on this flight, <laughs> that's that's some good stuff right there. Well, I'm you know I'm just trying to push through, guys. I'm just really under the weather here. Yeah. Yay! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A man adopted a robot cat 
and his life will never be the same, he claims. The timing was perfect, he says. My wife and I had been debating about whether to adopt a cat. There wasn't complete agreement. Suddenly, I received an email whose subject line was very promising. A lifelike robot cat powered by AI. Why not? Everything will soon be robotic anyways, to one extent or another. Even our very selves, perhaps. Why not see what it's like to live with a being that is, according to its makers, a lifelike pet designed to offset loneliness for the elderly and provide companionship for couples, children, and families. Now we have Elephant Robotics. And Elephant Robotics insists its meta cat has a realistic ragdoll appearance. It has large piercing blue eyes, and if you stroke it, it purrs, it meows, and makes head movements. Its tail wags a little too. It also sheds. Oh, a robotic cat that sheds as well. If I'm getting a robot cat, I'm like, do away with the shedding, okay? That's one realistic property that I don't need in my robot cat. I would also like my robot cat designed to be friendlier than most cats, to give a damn, to not act like I'm paying the cat rent. That would be pretty cool. Let's find out a little more information about these AI cats and whether or not we need to order them. Elephant Robotics says there are some startling benefits to their meta cat. For instance, no cat litter. No cat shower. No cat digging its nails into your thigh to get your attention. Although it is an AI, so I imagine eventually it'll steal your Bitcoin out of your wallet and kill your whole family, right? <laughs> In case you were wondering if the Metacat eats anything, uh, it does. It enjoys food-grade silica gel. That seems very strange. Why even have it eat at all? The guy in the story says, My wife took our Metacat to a Microsoft Teams meeting because that's what people do with their cats, right? I regret to say one of the meeting participants used the word demonic to, des to describe our cute-as-a-button Metacat. Now, you're probably wondering, Jonesy, how much does it cost for this Metacat? I gotta get one. I want synthetic fur all over my house, yeah, that my newborn can then put in its mouth. How could this possibly go wrong? <laughs> Well, a Metacat's pretty cheap, man. 240 bucks USD for endless minutes of pleasure. I don't know. Would you guys buy a robotic AI cat for your family? I mean, if you're allergic to fur, real fur, perhaps this is a solution. Or if you don't like the actual personality of real cats, which I can also understand, they act like little bitches, man. Would you buy a robot cat, is what I'm saying? Do you want to live the life of the Jetsons? <laughs> Call the show, 646-450-2012. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hey everybody, how you doing today? Thanks again for joining me on this episode. I want to apologize up top that I had no episode yesterday, Monday, because I got COVID and could not get out of bed yesterday. It was really horrible. Uh, I could barely lift a glass of water to my face, uh, never mind get in the closet and hit record. Just could not do it. Um, still feeling like crapola, but uh, you know, trudge through it today. Hopefully tomorrow I'll be much, much better. I think uh, I'm on the path to health now, I, I think. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to thank everyone who reached out to me wondering what the hell happened to me. So I appreciate that. You can always reach out funnyjones at gmail.com or uh, call 646-450-2012. I got a new patron. Yeah, someone joined the Patreon. And I got to say up top, cannot pronounce the name. I'm going to try. But please forgive me. Janche Groot? The last name is definitely Groot. Uh, Janche. Janche. Janche? Janche. Oh, man. The T next to the J is really throwing me here. I just... <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm really a dumb American here. This is what we have. <laughs> Anyways, big, big shout out to Janche Groot. It could be Yante. You could be Yante Groot as well. Oh, you can go many ways with this first name. I'm very curious, actually. Please email me and tell me how to say this. I'm always trying to learn, guys. I'm a curious person. Anyways, Mr. Groot, welcome to the Patreon. Your name's going up on the wall. Please enjoy the extra weird AF content that's inside the Patreon. A lot of stuff there. A lot of personal stuff, too, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about me. I, I tend to share I, I, maybe I share too much in there sometimes, but yeah, we do that in there. Anyways, I appreciate that. If you guys want to join the Patreon as well and support me, it's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com, the official website, and click on the Patreon banner. That's right on the homepage. You can do that or you can download the Patreon app. They have an app and then do a search for Weird AF News in there. So there are a few ways you can join the Patreon. And uh, that's just only one of the ways you can support me. Some of you don't have the extra ducats to do so, I, and I understand that right now. So you can also help out by uh, leaving a review of the podcast with some stars or telling a friend about it. That's super, super helpful. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go back to bed now. So uh, I hope you guys are healthy right now and feeling good in life. Hope you had a nice weekend as well. And I hope you enjoyed that Florida Friday episode that I'm sure some of you listened to twice because <laughs> you were wondering what the hell was going on with me. But uh, we're, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive, guys.